Sunday. This we're a little late. We're a little all over the place. Um last week was crazy. I have yeah, so many things to say, I feel crazy. like. I want to like talk about it. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so um first of all, the most craziest thing, okay. I went to go on Tuesday, the day of the full wait, Wednesday. It was Wednesday, Wednesday. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Wednesday was the full moon. Wednesday was the full moon. I um ha- went to the James Bay concert in Omaha with my friend Amy, and we were going to stay the night there. Um, I booked the hotel because I just literally typed in hotel with a hot tub, and it was like looked like the nicest one. Oh my god, it was the grossest thing I've ever. Se- I'm gonna fucking show like, uh, like so gross. <laughs> um. Amy like slipped we went into the pool because that was the thing that I was most excited about like yay we get to fucking swim you know um look at the scum at the bottom of the pool she slipped when we were going in and hit her back and she has like a bruise um there was like bugs everything she kept saying that this was like the breaking bad um bear like this was outside of our window (laughs) I can't remember what that was. Um, but the beloved fucking tub that I was so excited about, there's duct tape on it. <laughs> and the jets. <clears throat> like I'm assuming really that that's see. not what the pictures look like. No, online. no, 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 no. So um she got us out of it because she's a badass, thank God. And, um, it took so much of me to allow her to do that, but we were in the pool just, oh, this is so gross, you know? And I'm like, why? She said, why are we sitting in our shit when we know we deserve better? Not our shit, just in shit. Um, so that was the moment we were like, okay, then we booked the Hyatt downtown. The pool was amazing. One of my friends came and visited. We went to the James Bay concert, got there right when James play- Bay was playing his first song. And I was crying. I don't do that. I was crying at the concert and I was just like belting and like, it was the most magical thing in the middle of it. I went to Amy. I was like, I don't know if it's the moon or what's going on, but this is fucking hitting like so deep. When I got out of the show, because I didn't want to be a weirdo and do it during the show, because I, I I have to like, Claire, be normal, Claire, be normal, you know, Um, got out of the show, looked up his birth chart. He was a Virgo. He is a Virgo with a Pisces moon. He was born on the fucking Pisces full moon. <laughs> it was so, his yeah. night. He was like, he was like in sync. Yeah. He was smiling. He was just, oh, mm, it was so good. Um, so that was amazing. And then 
fast forward to Friday, I had the craziest fucking day of my whole life. I don't even know right now. Like, I can't even, like, read. All I know is that someone that it feels like family to me is in the hospital, had numerous strokes. Like, it was very scary. Um, That was a big part. Oh, tickets went on sale. Tickets went on sale. That's why it was really crazy. So Sweet 98 announced it. I was up at 5.30, like, ready to, like, listen and help Spicoli announce everything. And then right when I was up at 6 o'clock is when I got the text message that that this guy was in the hospital. And it just kept getting crazier. Yep. Yep. So I've been recovering ever since. Yep. I would say exactly the same. I would say that the, the day of the full moon, that was when my brother randomly showed oh, up. Yeah. And, uh, but it was like, it was a good day. Yeah, same it was as like you, love. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, we walked across the viaduct to go look at the moon and we took pictures and we had like really awesome conversations. And then, um, yeah, same then Friday, just like, obviously ticket sales were, it was kind of just like exciting, like, you know, pow, yeah. pow kind of energy, but yeah, all day long, it was like, I felt like, I felt like on Friday I had like 20 spiritual awakenings. Oh, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Said that. <laughs> I guess I that's was how just it was like livid and crying. And so Friday was crazy. Um, and yeah, now here we are to Sunday. So, um, uh, what's this week gotten store, I guess. Let's start there. So before we even start with Monday, I just want to point out that tonight, Sunday, um, because I didn't, I didn't mention this in last week's podcast, uh, Venus stations direct this evening. Um, and I just wanted to talk about that for like, from the perspective of how we have been doing a lot of this, like inner work, I feel when it comes to like self-love and authenticity binding and, um, your uniqueness, you know, like I pulled that, that one card at the beginning of all this about that, like inner gem. And that's kind of what it reminds me of, Mm. like finding, finding this inner gem. So if you've been working through that and doing the work in your Venus and your chart is not normally retrograde, then I think that you're going to start feeling like the, the external rewards from this, right? Like the payoff. Yeah. It feels, it feels good to me. I'm excited for it. Um, this has been a hard one. I mean, maybe it's just because it was in Leo for us like being Aquarius I don't know but (laughs) so then too I looked up the I looked up the gate for this one so like as it goes direct it's in gate 33 and I thought this was interesting too because gate 33 is part of your incarnation cross your evolution and that's what connects you to my life's work of gate 13 so it's like that channel that goes together but um that's just besides the point of something I wanted to tell you but uh Besides that, for everyone else, this is the gate of retelling. So we might have also been collecting a lot of stories like throughout this Venus retrograde. And now we are being presented with an opportunity to um, decide what that means, basically. Like, what's the story we want to tell from all of this? And so I like kind of like these keywords, I guess, that can either be the positive or the negative side of this. Like, for instance, are you going to come out of this stuck stuck in the retelling of like worn out stories or yes yeah or are you going to be like like telling the stories that embody the current level of consciousness or retelling the stories that I'm not going to do this anymore yeah 
Yes. And also right. retelling the stories that have come before the transmitting the potential of what will be. So like, we know now the, the potential, like, you know, so we're going to be telling that story rather than the pre, I guess the previous pre Venus retrograde story that we were in. And I just really thought that was beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have really noticed that, um, um, I don't know. It's especially towards the end of this Venus retrograde. People are, I guess I want to say being forced to forced to change. And if you are not changing, you are really fucking uncomfortable. And if you go forward, it's a lot like how we're like, okay, you're going to be uncomfortable and change or uncomfortable and stay the same. But that uncomfortable and stay the same is really like, oh, get me out of here. You know, yeah. um, so many clients, so many people. Yeah. Woo, and crazy. trying to find that comfort in like more toxic ways. And then, but that's the thing is like trying to find that comfort in more toxic ways but even that isn't really like doing it you know I think that's the thing is that you're not mm. finding comfort anywhere so it's like what are you gonna do yeah oh yeah cool yay Venus going drag oh my god thank fucking god and then now we gotta go through all Leo all over again I know and and this is like really the expressive part of it too you know like like Leo retrogrades like inner child Leo turns direct it's like okay express that like you know okay yeah. like shine go on yep. child shine you know you're on so. the red carpet now what you gonna do yep shut your shit <laughs> <laughs> okay so then we move into Monday um September 4th and so Monday, Monday is gonna I'm gonna coin it the day of Jupiter um the reason oh, why is yeah. because yeah, we have the moon in Taurus and it's going to conjunct Jupiter and then later on in the day Uranus. But also as it conjuncts Jupiter, Jupiter stations retrograde and makes a trine to Mercury in retrograde. That's Monday. So um, Monday, I, like I said to you yesterday, I'm like, I feel like this week is going to be like, it just, I don't know. Feels better. Yes. Okay. Why do I want, why? Okay. So let's, let's uh, announce the stigmas first, because that's what I want to do. Because when we hear the word retrograde, I immediately want to go, Ooh, you know, because that's what media, everybody is like, oh, Mercury retrograde, your whole life is going to be fucked, fucked up. So with Jupiter going retrograde, because it's in Taurus, I'm a little scared because Taurus rising, Taurus North Node, I'm all fixed. Like, what does that look like for us? <laughs> okay well you just pointed out something that I didn't think about my Jupiter in my chart is retrograde oh so well I feel like go. yeah so <laughs> I feel like <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh but uh for you like for instance it's I think it's this turning inward of what you're capable of creating what you're capable of manifesting what you're capable of receiving right um Remember too, in the human design world, Jupiter has been in gate two. And that is the gate of like, just uh, the one, the one like sentence, I guess, from that whole gate that I love the most is you are worthy of receiving just because you exist. Oh, that hit me good. <laughs> um, 
Okay. So, and also I think the reason why I'm also really giddy about this for myself is that it's going to try and my Jupiter, my Jupiter retrograde is going to try and Jupiter retrograde. And I don't know what, what is that's going to look like. Virgo. It's the only mm. Virgo I have. Mm. Mine's in Capricorn. So, but that's still Earth, you know? I know, so like, but shitty placement for Jupiter. I don't know. Good luck I, comes I disagree. with hard work. Eh, I would say your legacy you know like that's what how I would look at it if I were you like you are you you are you are like destined to be a very successful person that leaves behind a big expansive legacy you're like I still don't like that (laughs) imposter syndrome like (laughs) cool though okay I'm gonna I I am receiving okay so yeah, and then the moon here is going to have us really feeling it, you know, and then again, once it gets into Uranus, like that can be unpredictable energy, but it can also be innovative energy. So like creative. Yeah. Like you're kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, let's see how all these pieces can come together to remember Taurus. I always say make form right to yeah. what can be like formed together out of this. And then with Mercury making a trine there too, in Virgo in retrograde, I think that it's also like a like in like ideas you know from within like inspiration everything that comes from within inspiration from within the love that you can give yourself your worthiness of receiving that you're able to feel um all of that is gonna going Hmm. to super like super soar you into manifestation possibility I would say on Monday so like practical wise like what you could be doing um I hear meditating, like figuring out, listening to what's inside. I mean, that's a normal thing during Mercury retrograde in general, but with all this other stuff in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus and we have Venus that's going direct, like we're still kind of inward, you know? Ooh. Also think that that's interesting as, yeah, like as Venus goes direct and this turns retrograde, you have this ability of expression but like you said, from like meditating, right? Like, let's say you meditate mm. and you, and maybe you're kind of coming to a more solid place of like how you feel, what you want, where you want to go from here, what you truly desire, like those types of things. And then if you're able to express that, that is manifesting as well, right? Like you're, you're speaking aloud what you want, what you are demanding from the, the universe, universe, maybe. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. I keep thinking about for me because um, even just before this, I was on TikTok and I saw something that somebody posted about Home Depot that it's like a, I'm going off the rails right now. Just go with me. Um, It's a fence post. Like it's, you put it in this bucket with the fence thing and it like is like cement. It like turns into cement. It can hold the fucking ginormous two by four, you know? Um, I am so excited because I am like making all of my heads, getting ready for my Halloween stuff. You know, I'm going to be going to Colorado soon. So like, I got to get my shit together and put all of the pieces together. So Mm -hmm. I literally saw that just a little bit ago because that's been the thing that's been holding me up is that I, I'm like, I need help. I don't know how to fucking do this with a four by four. I can fucking do that. All you do is like a fucking glow stick. You crack it and you shake it and you put it in a bucket. I can do that. I'm so excited because <laughs> I want a fucking archway with heads on the top. 
that's innovation right there yeah you know yeah Yeah. so yeah i'm excited about that okay Okay, yeah, so I don't know that I have anything else to say. Also, maybe I guess the only other thing I could say is um, your ability to learn could also maybe be highlighted here. Um, I think of Jupiter as like it, yeah, yeah, like us us studying the thing. Maybe it's like you start to study the things that correlate with what you really want. Okay, so that makes sense because like, I have had it like a mental note in the back of my head for like my 12 foot skeleton. I'm like, well, if I want this to be up year round, I need to make sure that it can sustain that. So I need to be looking for like, do I need to paint it with something? Do I need to put something on it? Do I like that kind of stuff? And then even thinking about that with my heads, like if there's winds, like how am I going to, so I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I haven't yeah, fully like, taken the learning. I've just been making notes. Mental notes of what you want to learn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then not uh wasting energy, I guess. Cause I also think of like that relocation, like putting yourself in the right places, the right moments to soak mm. up the information, to feel good about like also I think about that with manifesting too like a big part of that is trying to maintain that that like vibe of like like uh high like that high vibe trying to maintain that high vibe because the second that you stoop down into the lower realms of like those kinds of feelings of like self-doubt and jealousy and or whatever it might be then that kind of takes you out of the manifesting power of those higher vibe realms you know so Mm -hmm. And I How think do you kind of like, of, sorry, what were you saying? Oh, sorry. I mean, like, just to kind of like, make sure that you're, that you're in the right, you're in the right place for potential, maybe is the way I'm putting it, seeing it. Because like, if you're hanging out with like a bunch of people who are just like whiny, negative, and like the vibes around you are just not good, then like, that's what you're manifesting, I guess, is what I want, was what I'm trying to say. So I think that why or what you're trying to maybe get at with that is um, because it's all Taurus and it's senses. And if it feels wrong, don't do it. If it feels good, go for it. I mean, you know, Tauruses can be gluttonous, can be addictive, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, make sure it's the right vibe, you know. But yeah, I think that's why you're saying that. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes even like with what you just said, the, when that ends up happening is when Taurus is overcompensating for their inner feeling of lack of self-worth, right? Like when Taurus has like a really high self-worth, it's, it's not going to go into gluttony because it respects itself enough to not go into gluttony, you know? So I think that's also a key there. Mm, Yeah. Okay. (sighs) So Tuesday, um the moon enters gemini and so at this point information communication is all going to kind of come back online in a heightened way um but then we still have mercury retrograde i see it as maybe you could there's a potential for overthinking here and back to also more heightened mutable energy going on because as the moon enters gemini it's going to square saturn in pisces um so with that too that is like a 
let go flow there i just saw it too it's like the <clears throat> like saturn in pisces is is let go let flow it's like you know vibing with with its spiritual beliefs but then i can see moon and gemini comes in and goes like no i have to take control i have to know yeah. everything it's all in my head it's all for me to figure out and then yeah yeah that's basically how i see it like Yes, I mean, because the moon, this represents our emotions. So basically when the moon is in Gemini, um, just for clients in general that I have, people that have moon in Gemini, in order to even know what they are feeling, they have to say it out loud. So, um, or write it down or type it out, whatever. It has to come out. Uh, so when Mercury is retrograde, that's not a normal thing that's going to be happening. It's going to be inward so it's a lot of blah, 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 like spiraling. So if your feelings are going to get involved, which they're gonna, like we're human, just really make sure that you're checking yourself before you're wrecking. <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love but it's true. Like you're going to fucking wreck yourself mentally. It's you're going to exhaust yourself with this moon because that mutable energy that's the main thing that it does it spirals i agree and i also think too about like this go with the flow of the mutable energy um it can either like when you said wreck yourself i was thinking about either like like when you're trying to float with the waves in the ocean if you don't have some kind of anchoring point, you're going to float way off out into sea, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, so maybe that, that spiritual principle, those spiritual morals and beliefs that you have Saturn and Pisces is your anchoring point, you know? The, uh, the thing that just came into my head because I saw a TikTok is these people were on a boat. They were out fishing. It was on, they were like, whatever, vacation fishing, whatever. And they came up miles and miles and miles outside of shore to this guy on a unicorn floaty fishing and had a shark attached I to his pole. I saw that. How fucking Saturn and Pisces, where's your lesson? Come the fuck on. Yeah. <clears throat> Let yep. go. Ooh, and I, I don't know why like all this Saturn and Vir or sorry all this Pisces and Virgo energy and I keep going back to that archetype of God and Jesus and it also just made me think of the whale remember no that wasn't mm. Jesus though that was Jonah right Jonah yeah, but, the whale yeah. but yeah like kind of like same thing like that whale represents that like trust and belief you have that you'll be carried where you need to go you know yeah. Yeah, not by a fucking shark on a unicorn float. <laughs> yeah, that's modern, modern day. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> um, that's the modern day Jonah the Whale story. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. I love it. <clears throat> um, so yeah, that's, and that's why I also really just love this week. You'll kind of see if you're listening, like we're going to really kind of just be skirting through these days because there's really not a lot going on besides these retrogrades direct and then just the moon just the moon's movements yeah, and like the aspects it's making and also keep in mind since we had the full moon all of these moon transits we're still releasing so i guess that's one thing i could say too on tuesday with the moon entering gemini maybe you're releasing thoughts you know that are drifting you way off into Bad the middle thoughts. of the sea yeah yeah 
Okay. The spirally thoughts, you know, like, oh no, I know that's I like right before, like you catch yourself right before you're about to go down that spiral and you realize, nope, that's the kind of thought that puts me in that spiral. Yep. You know, like, like you said, let go, let God at that point. Mm -hmm. So Wednesday, the moon is still in Gemini. And at this point it's moved further into Gemini to where now it's going to start making a square to the sun and then it's going to square Mercury. So we're still getting these mutable squares, but now we're squaring stuff in Virgo. Um, And that's kind of crazy. Like moon, even like moon in Gemini square Mercury retrograde in Virgo. That's so much mercurial weirdness. I don't even know if I could predict what that's going to look like, but I would say that um, it's unpredictable because it's going to be thoughts, it's going to be feelings, it's going to be words. mm -hmm. That's what mutable energy is, is very unpredictable, but it's fun. yeah she hates it (laughs) i do (laughs) i am such a fixed person that i I, yeah but anyway uh so yeah just say that like for fixed people it's very fucking hard to adapt to mutable energy because that's the like friday that's the day where all this shit is coming at you oh my god there's so much going on and you have to realize you're not in control you're not. You're never in control. On the full moon, I got this card, um, the archetype of the sustainer for like what I need to let go of. Ah. <laughs> you just made me think of that. Uh, yeah, no, because no, I, I, I just mind. realized too that like, well, I not only am I really fixed, but I have a lot of cardinal energy with all of my Capricorn placements. So I kind of think when this mutable energy comes in, it's like, the cardinal part wants to take everything that you already started and throw it in the trash and start something new because you're uncomfortable. So you're like, I got to start something new. And then the fixed side of it wants you to do the same thing. It's like, oh, that one thing I started that I've been working so hard with, throw that in the trash because shit's whack right now. You know, like you start doubting yourself, you start doubting everything you've been working on. Um, But it's funny because, you know, I have that Jupiter placement in Virgo. So if I would stop doing that, I probably will have a lot of luck and, uh, you know, abundance and expansion in that mutable energy, interestingly enough. So um, I'm going to have to think about that more later. But yeah, guys, I think that like it's unpredictable. The only thing that I could say is that you're going to really want to hermit and as much as I can see that being good it can also be bad with that spiral in your head right so Mm -hmm. just kind of be keep that in check too like if you're really spiraling you really do need to reach out and talk to someone and sort like unscramble your brain is what I call it you know yeah and I don't like there's something in me that wants to tell people that normally deal with this energy by keeping busy um you're still going to be spiraling so it's not going to work peace was never an option that's the thing that just keeps (laughs) coming in my head like it was never an option you have to do it different now so if you normally don't talk to people about what's going on in your head now you fucking have to 
but you also made a very good point too because you said peace is not an option that brings me back to libra where south known and mars currently yeah. is mars is debil is debilitated oh, because it wants mars to act yeah it wants to act on things but then maybe it's also more of like a diplomatic approach right like maybe i'm spiraling oh like maybe even in relationships like maybe you're spiraling in your head when really all you need to do is open up and talk to your partner and you'll realize this spiral didn't need to happen you know like maybe you need to stop like trying to oh i've also been getting hit with this a lot too like that forcefulness like stop forcing something and just try to work it out you know stop trying to force your viewpoint and listen to the other viewpoint and like see if there's a compromise that can happen yeah and it is a lot of thinking because I mean, Mars is in a cardinal sign, but it's terrified in that sign, you know? Because I want to say, like, yes, there can be action that's going to be going, but I think right now it's all, let's communicate it out before the action starts, kind of. Well, like Mars in Aries, where it wants to be, is just mm -hmm. like full force ahead. Like, yeah. I'm going to do this. I feel this way. This is what matters. Doing it, you know? But in Libra, on the other side, it's like, what would everyone else think about this? Yeah. Will, this hurt, will this hurt this person? Will this person abandon me? Um, is You know what I'm saying? Am it's I like, gonna what's look best stupid? for everyone? Am I going to? Yeah. Yeah. Or even like, do I think this is valuable, but like I said about Libra and its perspective of value comes from, does everyone else think this is valuable? You know what I'm saying? So that could be another, that's another big part that comes up with that as well. And that's again, why you need to open up and talk. I think I have a hard time connecting to that, what you just said, because I don't, I guess I don't think about what's valuable for everybody else. I it's not that I'm like selfish. Well, you have you have that Taurus rising, you know? So that's like you have that whole different take on value. Okay. Like for you, value is really about what is valuable to you, you know? Yeah, and my Aries moon is very selfish, yes. And I think I just naturally, maybe because I'm an Aquarius, I do include everybody. Mm. And maybe even let's put that in the perspective of like your your mannequin heads, you know, like I, yeah. I guess just to put it that way of like yeah. an artsy thing, like on. you do that for you, you know, like you were like, mm -hmm. this is cool for me. I'm doing this for me. I could see if I'm just kind of playing the the um, archetype of Libra now, Libra would only start doing that project if it was like if everyone else, if they thought that was something that everyone else was going to love to. Yeah, if they I don't could, do that yeah, at all. Yeah. Okay. I needed you to say that because I think that I never see that with other people. And it almost, there's a part of me, it's probably my Aries move. It pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, like, why the fuck your... are you listening to other people? Who the fuck cares? Yeah. At the end of the day, you're dying by yourself. Who the fuck cares? Ooh, and I love when we talk like this because it really gets into that into that polarity of the nodes right now. You know, mm -hmm. like Aries is that who the fuck cares? And then Libra is that like they see that as the triggering shadow because it's like you should be Inconsiderate. more considerate of everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Huh. 
yeah, this is going to be a year and a half, guys. So this is me learning how to be a little bit more considerate. And this is you learning how to be inconsiderate. Yeah. <laughs> and it really has been that way. Yes. It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking that into existence. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's fine. fun. It's fun. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to Thursday. So Thursday, we get to the sun now trining Jupiter. <clears throat> um, so again, this is shining the light on that inner abundance that you either have or you don't have. I'm going to go to the keywords of that gate too. Um, bloop, bloop, bloop. Allowing self-worth gratitude faith authenticity trust allowing allowing things to happen allowing yourself to have something allowing yourself to feel worthy of receiving feeling grateful for all that you have already received because if you're in that vibe of gratefulness and gratitude then that's exactly what i was talking about earlier on right you're putting you're relocating yep. yourself into that vibe of receiving and manifesting this is on thursday what is the moon in the moon, the moon is still in Gemini, which I was going to okay. get to. Now it's moved further. So it's going to start doing that square to Neptune now in Pisces. Um, uh, fuck, I just lost it. Sorry. Okay, keep talking. I'll figure it out. <clears throat> um, so I think that it's, it's cool too, because the sun is in Virgo. So that's kind of turned inwards. Then Jupiter is in, um retrograde turned inwards but then it's the sun so it's like shining a light on these um i want to say like internal war and i i feel like it's worth it's like how worthy you feel oh, i said inside. war oh <laughs> okay so hang on this is what i was gonna say um this feels and that's why i asked what the moon was in because it's that gemini energy and in order for this to um, work better, feel better, I don't know what the words I want to use, well, is maybe like to be able to speak it out loud. So saying, I am worthy of abundance. I like those, you know, I am statements, those kind of things. Um, because it's not the fake it till you make it it's the say it to believe it mm. i don't even know that but that felt powerful when i said that dude it is i've been i have been saying those things like i literally even said that to my brother like i was like i know that you don't believe these things but just say them anyway and i like promise you eventually you'll believe them and that's the problem is that no one just fucking starts in the first place they're like mm -hmm. no like they're just like no i'm not gonna no, say it's that totally a thing it. you have to like <laughs> think about whatever it is your fears are like um okay this just came into my head <laughs> the fucking randomness okay um I was a senior I believe in high school and I went to some like it was a new year's eve like church camp thing but it was so fucking stupid because the place that we were sleeping was like a mile's walk through the dark ass woods to the fucking bathroom. 
me and my friend, I was like, we're staying in the bathroom. I'm not fucking doing that. I can't, if I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, that is terrifying. I can't fucking do that. So, um, I'm, I'm extremely afraid of the dark, scared of the dark. Um, but anyways, <laughs> while there was one point where, cause she thought she was funny and like took off and I was by myself when I deal with the dark, for some reason I freeze. And so in that moment, I was like, I am safe. I am safe. And I just was like, like closing my eyes most of the time and just kept walking and saying, I am safe. I am safe. But me saying it was me just being able to push through that and being able to bleed it. And I eventually did get to the bathroom and the bathroom was like warmer than what we were staying to. That was so dumb. Why did they do that? They didn't even <laughs> give us like fucking flashlights or anything. Like no, that is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but like yeah set, so set you up to fail in that department right i literally brought like all of our blankets everything i was like we're sleeping in the fucking i don't care <laughs> yeah that's where i'm well, a bad, I... um leader <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know guys like i really like how you said that though with that being in the dark and like you seeing it to believe it with that moon square uh neptune in pisces um why is that whole verse, that Bible verse, the valley of the shadow of dark, I shall fear no evil. Or... Valley of the shadow. <clears throat> shadow of dark, I shall fear no evil, blah, 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 blah. We got to look it up. There you Bible. I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I don't have it memorized anymore. Well, I mean, I want to start singing Coolio, but that's wrong. <laughs> As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take shush, a look shush, at my shush, life. Shush. We're going to get, like, whatever on YouTube. <laughs> They're going to say it's a, whatever it's called, a yeah. copyright. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thou art with me, thy road and thy staff comfort me thou art with me so in normal terms that is your spirituality okay. your beliefs the universe it's, Psalm, it's psalms 23 1 through 6 that's literally what i think of though like it's like you you what you believe i guess what i'm going to say is what you believe on thursday is going to be important you know if you believe that you are not worthy you're going to see that play out. If you Ooh, believe... Hang on, I just got fucking goosebumps. Because Psalms 23 is also, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Yeah, that's where I remember it starting out at. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not hang want. Hang on, I'm he... just going to read. <clears throat> the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And we have been talking about that fucking verse so much. Okay. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. I love that better. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Wait, let me finish it. You're, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Wow. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely 
goodness and love will follow me all of the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. These are literally I am statements that this person is saying mm-hmm. out loud. Mm-hmm. And the cool part about it is it also goes back like if you like to get real deep on you guys because see that's the thing that kind of irritates me about religion is that like I demonized it for a while because of the toxicity that it it had of in my church. life. Yeah, but like that's honestly kind of why because these people show up to church and they say these things and they don't even they think don't about what, what it, the things yeah. that they're saying. Yeah, and now that I have grown in my own spirituality, I look at it all completely different now than I used to. You know, like even you reading that, you know, like you said, it's like chills as well because it's like God is not some man in this in the sky. You know, God is not some dude sitting up there in the clouds. Like God is within you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, so like, we're not the sheep and he's the shepherd up there. We are the sheep and the shepherd. We are yeah. that within ourselves. We, and we, we can, can manifest it. We can become that strength, that confidence, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I, I got it. No, that's, you said that perfectly. <clears throat> um, this is my Bible from like, you know, forever. There's because I was a youth group leader, there's little like question things in here. Um, Oh, I'm like shaking. I'm excited about this. Okay. It's saying like, if you were to die tonight, would you have the same confidence as the Psalmist David that, that you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever? Like that is such a Christian-y thing to say, but that is the confidence that we need to get behind is that no matter what, I'm going to be okay. Even if I die, even if whatever happens, but in order to get me through this is that confidence. Mm. And that confidence is the belief, you know? Dude, and thank you for saying that because right after this, I had written down as the moon squares Neptune in Pisces, it also makes a trine and sextile to the nodes. Um, you know, it trines, it trines Libra and it's like letting go, letting go of everyone else's perspective. And it sextiles that Aries go forward. You are guided. You are loved. You are, yeah, you, you will dwell in the house of the Lord, right? Like, (laughs) yeah. So yeah. That's it. That's all I got for Thursday. Meat is murder. I have all of these. I have to show how funny I was when I was like 18. You're like the hippie, the hippie Christian. Oh, I have all these PETA things, you know, it's like 100% (laughs) cruelty free yellow card. Be a bunny's honey. (laughs) (laughs) It's all duct tape too. I I think that this is Omaha. I don't know. I don't know what that is either. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Okay. So Friday, now the moon has moved into cancer and boom, right off the bat squares Mars. And then it tried, or, and then it sextiles Mercury. So I see Friday as being that, like back to that, like worn out mother energy that needs to like, you know, set some boundaries and stop like, you know, giving in a self-sacrifice yeah that kind of but like that kind of energy coming forward on friday of just like you know 
I think this goes back. I had someone comment on my post and that was the first thing that I read this morning. He said something about like how more people need practical advice about self-care because a lot of the times we think it's like pampering, you know, we think it's like, oh, I gotta, you know, go and take a nice hot bath and yeah. And like, I agree that could be part of it. And I also agree that that is a little superficial when we look at just the bulk of what self-care looks like. And it's funny because he commented that on the post I made earlier on in the week. And you know, by the time I got to Friday, I, I think I came up with that answer for myself. Like it is that, that validation, that, that all of those things that you are wanting outside of yourself, like as a mom, you want your kids to tell you good job as a girlfriend, you want your boyfriend to say, wow, I really appreciate you. And I love you as a coworker. You want your other coworkers to be like, wow, I couldn't do this job without you. Like you want to hear all those things, but you That's don't, why you I don't was tell like, I'm going to give that. you a certificate. It's like gold star. Yeah. But like no, and I said, like for our friendships, like I was like, if you need me to give you a certificate to saying that I will never not be your friend. Oh, don't bring me back there again. We had the long ass conversation about that. Yeah. But like, I, I do think I that this is, really. this is a thing that we don't ever do for ourselves that I realized big time on Friday like why can't I say why can't I do the thankless thing like why can't I fold my kids laundry and then as I'm folding my kids laundry saying to myself within myself wow you're a damn good mom folding this laundry good job good job self-hugs you know like why don't we do that for ourselves and I think that that is like real self-care right there it's you giving yourself all that shit that you want from outside of yourself because that's honestly also the reason why we don't do things like that external validation is like a dopamine hit. So then you become like conditioned to it. Like you're only going to do the thing. If somebody tells you good job, you're only going to go out and work out. If someone, you know, gives you a high five afterwards, like, Hey, good job doing that workout. But why can't I just like, you know, motivate myself to go do that workout and tell myself good job for that workout. Why don't I go treat myself to a nice, I don't know, massage or whatever to reward myself for doing that, you know? So just wanted to point that out. And it's not wrong if you are looking outside. So one of the things that I said in the conversation with you, hang on, these have been sitting here this whole time and I'm like, I have to eat one. So it's just <laughs> the way this <clears throat> Um, You can ask for gold stars. I think that that is like a total, oh, ew, that feels gross, whatever. But that is something that I really, I want to say practice and teach with my clients and everything is that if you, like, I do it all the time, like I'll walk out of like getting dressed and all whatever. And I will say, don't I look amazing? And then I get the yes or whatever, you know, like I... I already can do this for myself. Yes. But there are times where it feels and it would feel better if you got a gold star from someone else. So like if your husband comes home and you clean the whole house and he says nothing, it'd be like, hey, I need you to acknowledge that I clean the whole house, please. And then that's when he will be like, yeah, this looks fucking great. And it's like, yeah, you know, and the resentment. Why do you have that? It's because of expectations. It's because of you expecting you from others. It's 11-11, make a wish. Wish made. 
I love oh, yeah. that. And it's sextile Mercury. So yeah, like you said, like you can you can ask for it. You can say what you can express what you need from other people instead of just hoping that they assume right, you know, hoping you that they assume how to help that you. Sounds when you say yeah. it out loud. Yeah, yeah. That's why I I've I don't know. My mom has been the person that has really made me understand that I have that gift or something because I know as a child, as a teenager, I would be like, oh my God, look how fucking good I look. I would say that out loud, but I am asking her to say yes, but she would always say, I wish I had that confidence. Mm -hmm. It comes off as confidence. And um, I don't know, I learned that at a very young age, I guess. And I realized that like that was the validation that I needed in that moment was okay that's fine that's good enough I know I look fucking good fuck off yeah like that's the thing I think too is that what like I also described it as like that filling your own cup so that way it overflows out onto other people around you because that's the thing too if you're always doing from a depleted place you're not as great of a helper you're not as great of a of a mother archetype you know um uh, not even just mother it's literally everything you're not a good coworker. you're not a good employee you're not a good husband wife daughter blah 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 of all the roles you have and to you have to put... take care of yourself and make sure that you want to have an overflowing cup that sounded that came out weird well, taking sure, care of yourself to. first yeah taking care of your first taking care of yourself first and also too, another part about self-care is taking your own advice. Like you said, you will do that a lot with clients as well. Like, how would you advise your best friend to do this? Then why aren't you taking your own advice? That's yep. self-care. Like it's you mm. taking care of yourself mm-hmm. first. That's because, self-care. because that's that inner, it's that inner worthiness. Again, you feel like your friend is worthy of that advice, but then why you don't you give it to yourself. yourself. Yeah, like, why don't you feel worthy of that advice? Why don't you feel worthy of that self-care? Why don't you feel worthy of that validation that you you yourself needs to give to yourself? Exactly. Because most of these people, like, like I, I feel like I say this a lot to moms and stuff. Like, you're telling your kids these things. You trust yourself enough and love yourself enough to say these words out loud, to say these to your kids. Why can't you do that for yourself? Well, it's cool too, because I had this talk with someone else on Friday that it's like some people, some people derive all their worth from inside of themselves, you know, like kind of like what you said, you, you feel confident, you feel worthy, you're deriving all of that from within, but I've noticed, and I am so guilty of this, where I have derived most of my worth from other people, you know, from the things that I do for others. That's what has made me feel worthy. You know what I'm saying? So to, so it's, I'm just saying this out loud right now, because I want people listening to understand that it's, it is a very hard thing to do because you're literally Mm -hmm. shifting your reality from that to holy shit. Now I have to derive all this worth from within. And it is like a dopamine hit. It's like, if you just didn't get the dopamine hit of your phone anymore, that would feel really gross at first until you (laughs) figure out how to give it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because for me, that's what was going on. I was getting all of my worth from other people telling me how worthy I was. And I was never telling myself. Yeah. And it is hard. Like, I'm not sitting here saying for me, myself, that 
I'm always within, like I have, I guess I want to say, I guess the wisdom, I don't know, but I've learned, like, I have to stop and be like, okay, what would I tell a client to do right now? And then that's when I can like, like, it doesn't come natural. It Ooh, is and that's hard. a good tip. That's a good tip though, because while you're trying to work with this energy, that's what I do too. Like what you just said, sometimes I have to, and we actually just talked about this with working out because like this friend that I was talking about, he was like, yeah, even me getting built and like getting in shape and doing all this workout and stuff that I do. Cause I was thinking in my head, I'm like, yeah, you did that for yourself. He was like, no, I did it because I thought one day I'm going to have a kid. And I want to be in shape for that child. And I was like, so even that you were doing for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I thought, but maybe kind of like what you just said, maybe that is how you start getting yourself in check to do for yourself. Maybe you do think of how you doing for you will benefit other people. And maybe that gives you the motivation to do it. Yeah. Because in that breath, he pretty much said, I want to be a good dad. Yeah. Yeah someday yeah like yeah. I I did all this work on myself now so in hopes that someday I will be a good dad because of this. Yeah. yeah it always ends up being for other people and I think that's okay I think it is like a yin yang thing you know like oh I it's just sometimes we get for yourself well it could I mean I'm not saying it's not but kind of like it's not you know like being a good dad is for that kid you know it's still kind of that servitude feeling, you know? And that's kind of the same trap that I've been stuck in for a long time. Like this servitude, this humble servant archetype, I guess, you know? I I feel like I want to disagree with you on that one. Okay. Just because if I, this is me, Claire, wanting, if I was to think about having a kid, and there's been many fucking thoughts about it lately because you guys have made me do it. But <laughs> um, I'm lazy as fuck. Like, I know that. And in order for me to show up as a good mom, and that's me working on myself, I would want to be more in shape. I would want to be, you know, like that thing. I feel like it is like that's the oxygen mask I'm putting the oxygen mask on for myself so I can be physically prepared for it right but let's take the baby out of the question would you you know what I'm saying would you do it just for you right that's kind of where I'm coming okay, from okay fine <laughs> I guess there's a part of me and I guess I never thought about this it which is so interesting because this is not my life at all um it's a requirement for parents to show up for their kids oh yeah 100 percent. and that and that's kind of why I said I started this from that mothering archetype I think that that's even why I've struggled with this my entire adult life has been as a mother so everything <laughs> everything that I have been doing most of it's my life has been for other people yeah wow and even your childhood you had a parent yeah Yeah. I was the mother of yeah I was the mother Mm -hmm. of everyone as a kid too yeah I've never this is way new for me that's why I think I cried I'm like this is like this is like you know existential crisis because I don't know what this even looks like yeah what is the point what is life yeah Uh, yeah I don't know it's weird 
that was good talk okay yeah it was. where okay. are we <laughs> <laughs> okay so saturday saturday is just a bunch of moon stuff so the moon is still in cancer and also yeah moon in cancer loves to be in cancer we're we're releasing still right so i think this is a good time to be releasing a lot of emotions a lot of feelings a lot of uh all the shit we just talked about yeah um but as it's moving into Saturday, it will make a square to Chiron. So we're going to be feeling all of our wounds and our pain. And we're going to feel how far we have come and how much we have healed and how that healing is going to help other people, that purpose and the pain kind of feeling. And then it's also going to make a sextile to Uranus. So we're also being a bit more innovative. We are feeling unexpected emotions as well, I would say, but we're like, feeling them in a good way. Like we're actually feeling them. I want to say instead of running away from them. Um, so I think this Saturday is just going to be like a really like, like I just imagine like, you know, curling up in a blanket and yeah. crying and just like, you know, like letting yourself feel. Yeah. Just letting yourself feel. I'm trying to look at what my plans are. Oh, the Hello Kitty truck is going to be in Omaha. That's all my plans are. That's on your calendar. I love that. But yes, it is. <laughs> I didn't get to go to it in Vegas and I was pissed. I wanted to. So it's like a traveling Hello Kitty, oh, like, oh, cute. Like a food truck thing. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Let's go. Actually, I <clears throat> would, might take you up on that. Danica would really love that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's all you want to say about Saturday. Just Saturday, you know, do all the crying, do all the feeling. And eat Hello Kitty stuff and have fun. Yeah. Cancer is all about food. Comfort, comfort, comfort. Taking good care of yourself, self-care, yeah. Treat yourself. That's Aries. Well, in Aries, Chiron's in Aries, where oh, it's going to be yeah. making that okay. square. Yeah, so. I deserve this damn Hello Kitty. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I thank you for saying that though, because I feel like as you're processing emotions, I think that would be like, like, again, like Aries is I am. And and if you're thinking of the wounding that has been done to that, I am, Yep. how do you heal it? You heal it by like flipping the script, you know, I am worthy. I am abundant. I deserve this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sunday. Um, the, Okay, so Sunday, the moon moves into Leo, and that is literally all I wrote down for Sunday. Um, We're going to really be feeling, because I, I didn't even write this down until Monday, because when it first enters Leo, you know, there's not a lot going on. But then by the time we get to Monday, it's going to make that conjunction to Venus direct. Um, So we're going to so be feeling Monday. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to be feeling that. Um that venus direct you know we're gonna really be finally gonna be, yeah we're gonna find that's the first time we're gonna have a moon cycle through by mm -hmm. venus without it being retrograde and without all that crazy new moon full moon energy as well you know so um yeah, yeah that's gonna feel fucking good i agree i'm excited for the moon and leo um so i'm gonna just leave it at that i feel like this week is going to be um way lighter than the previous weeks but i mean there's still some shit you know but i think that as long as you are going with the flow and deriving that inner worthiness you will be just fine mm. i 
I've had to invite you to the Hello Kitty thing, so that's what I've done. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'll forget. Okay. So they said there's going to be merch there. I'm so fucking excited. Okay. We're on to tarot, right? Yep. Okay. We get the fucking two of cups. Look at that. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so this is the Bonefire Tarot. Those of you that have known me or whatever, this um, book rips my ass every time. <laughs> so um, I love it because it's like tattoo feel. Okay. Bonefire Two of Cups is a card of physical attraction between two people. The fiery passion ignited in the heart and born out of great infatuation. Everything touched enhances their love. Every beauty of nature reflected and vibrant in light of a mutual obsession. The sweet orange tree ironically represents purity, chastity, and generosity. Shelters and conceals their tyrist. What's that word? Tyrist. T-R-Y-S-T. T-R-Y-S-T. A private romantic rendezvous between lovers. Wow. Okay. And it's pronounced tryst. Fine. A moonlight okay. tryst. Thank you. Okay. So it conceals their tryst and has burst into the fruit of their presence. In this Romeo and Juliet love, the, cu the couple only have eyes for one another. All of the world could blow away and around them, it would be of little consequence. So you might say that the Two of Cups suggests the honeymoon period of a relationship, the most physical months, and indeed the armorous activities of the young lovers will spill wine from the cups and shake oranges from the tree. The handsome young man appears dominant and the woman confining in her tight grasps. But we may observe her long hair has coiled around his neck. Whoop, didn't see that. Whoa. Okay. Um, coiled around his neck, echoing the entwined snakes of the cate catechus of Hermes, which he has tattooed upon his shoulder, symbolizing the ideal of balance, exchange, and reciprocity. The man bearing such a mark likely has good intentions. A shadow side suggests a relationship might be slightly smothering and a couple might need to put a little air between them. It could also indicate passionate affair that could be Cladenstein or adulterous, perhaps not grounded in real love and undertaken with consideration of consequences. The Two of Cups also suggests first love or a new love. A friend used to tell me more than once a year, he felt like a teenager again, having embarked on yet another hot-blooded, short-lived romance. It never bolded well, and a good few young ladies learned harsh lessons about men with long hair and guitars. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of long-haired <laughs> men with guitars I've been with. Okay, so, oh, that sounded gross, but whatever. So you may have gathered my take on the Two of Cups rather cynical. I am more of a lover's girl, like the lover's tarot. 
but despite the warnings it might carry, a brief encounter destined to end lose heat while it is in full flow. It'll be bindingly intense. By all means, enjoy it. And if it is in the past, remember it fondly. Not everyone manages to get out of that kind of passion in their lives in even one time. Hey, if life gives you oranges, make a marmalade. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. So um, I thought it was cool when she brought up the Hermes tattoo because that's like the hermit. Okay, so that's like Virgo energy. And then I thought about all this stuff that we were talking about with self-care and a lot of stuff has been coming up lately about codependence. And so I think that this is perfect for you to look at is this relationship balanced and healthy as in I allow space for them. I allow space for me. We can go off on our, because see, that's what's a healthy relationship. A healthy relationship is that you can derive that validation from within to go off and do your own things. But you know that you have this grounding force to come come back to um but a codependent relationship is like no you can't go hang out with your friends because I need you to notice me and I need you to give me because I need all that external validation from you because I can't give it to myself and that goes back to the Libra the Aries Mm -hmm. with Venus going direct with every like we are going to be hit with that Leo Venus Leo Venus is love you I spit. Did you see it? Did you see no, that I spit? That, oh. No, that was perfect. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you're totally right. It's like all of that, all of that like passionate love that yeah. we kept inside all of these months. It's going to just start like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like igniting the fire again, finally. How are we going to keep it going and not be suffocating and not be unhealthy? Oh, I love it. Okay. So let's see what else. This is the rainbow warrior, and this is what the card looks like. It, there's no words on it. <clears throat> um, oh, okay. It's radiance. How funny. Okay, radiance is the con- constant eternal flow of light that is our birthright. Who we are emanates outward from the light within our being. <laughs> in spite of our personal struggle, in spite of our personal struggles, recognizing the beauty of our influence in the world is paramount to the balance of well-being. Wow. No matter the state of affairs today, focus on your radiance and the radiance of others. Allow yourself to be open to the overflow of love everywhere you look. Finding fulfillment while loving others is a skill set that must be cultivated. It takes practice. It's different than the feeling of love. And it's about choosing to perceive the adoration that exists all around you. When the radiance card has chosen you, you are being asked to witness love in all of its forms. Mm. Wow. Okay. I'm just going to keep going because that was beautiful. And the next one is ancestors, and I'm still using the witch's wisdom. I thought I was going to change everything up because I remember last time I was all about this deck, but whatever. Okay. Oh, here's our little poem. Remember, ancestors of blood and bone from earth you have you have spirit flown, ancestral lines now heal at last and break free from chains of the past. The magic is worth with harm to none, so mote it be, there it be done. All right, the witch's wisdom. 
The obstacles you are experiencing are connected to the past. You are holding on way too tightly. Now is the right time to finally let go. Holy fuck! Okay, remembering those who have walked before you and understanding their ways will help you to release any hurts and pains. Healing an ancestral line will enable you to break free and step into the freedom that your soul yearns for. To be whole and complete. Remembrance asks you to honor the ancestors for those who have lived their lives trusting in, recognizing, and interacting with the spirits of the land and the living in accordance with the magical law of nature. Call upon their wisdom to assist you in awakening the magic of the old ways, of the days when nature was respected and the natural balance in all things was ensured. Remember, too, who you are and where you have came from and honor yourself for never giving up as you walk in the footsteps of those ancestors. God, that was fucking good. Okay, so the witch's foresight. You have a strong ancestral lineage. Never forget who's played a big part in your life. Light a candle in remembrance of the ancestors. Someone from your past turns up. You are watched over by a deceased loved one, resolves of the past life issues. Um, what? I'm just going to read it. Ancestors revealed. You are, you are the dreams and visions that the ancestors held. You are the future of what they work towards. The memory of our ancestors will never die. If we hold their legacy alive with our birthright and heal the ancestral lineage that we are responsible for, I bet that yep, we, that we are, are responsible for. Yep. Discover and learn who you have came from and be proud to carry on that name. Okay. So I believe because this is Venus going direct, because it's in Leo, because we have Libra in the past, which is the relationship, we are shedding the toxic shit from our past. Like I have, like, I, I mean, even my grandma married an alcoholic, was just upset all the time. He was at the bar, whatever, you know, she still has dreams to this day that he is cheating on her and just the numerous like cousins and aunts everyone playing out that same thing yep that same pattern yeah so it's time to take a look at that take what is good find the balance in it and bask in the good create the good love so we can have that overflow and then that's healing and it's thinking and it's changing and it's fuck. Yeah. It also kind of made me think of back to that Bible verse again. Um, if instead of thinking of it as God, thinking of it as your ancestors, like as those people are carrying you, guiding you there with you all the time. Right. Like, and also too, to realize that they, they, they didn't know that they were working towards this potential in the future or you, but ultimately they were, you know, like everything is on this evolutionary spiral again of growth. We're you all know? one. We're all connected. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I had to look at what you were saying.
I'm going to like reread it, but saying like ancestors. I think I need to do that. Just this is my projection. Okay. My ancestors is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. They make me lie down in green pastures and lead beside me in quiet waters. They restore my soul. They guide me in paths of righteousness for their namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for they are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. They anoint my head with oil so my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will forever follow me all of the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of my ancestors forever. And also the rod and the staff, when you said that, I I thought about all the good, I thought about all the good qualities you have gained from your ancestors, you know, like I'm a great writer. My grandma was a great writer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's all these great, like, we like to look back on our past and our family is like, oh, they fucked me up and I have all this trauma. No, there's so much good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that goes back to that relocation into gratitude as well, right? Like what kind of things can you be grateful that you've acquired from your, from your past? Yes. But again, with that, the two of cups card, what was toxic? What was bad? Even mother to daughter, what was toxic? What was bad? Like, it doesn't have to be just mother to daughter. That was the first thing that came to my head. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like that discernment that I'm leaving behind this and I'm carrying this, my rod and my staff, they go forward with me, you know, and I'm leaving behind the codependency. The rod conveys the concept of authority, power, and discipline in defense of the sheep. The staff represents all that is long and suffering and kind. We carry, God damn it, I'm so happy I looked that up. We carry their suffering. We don't fucking have to do it anymore. We have their wisdom inside. Mm -hmm. Ooh, thank you. We can carry their wisdom. We don't have to carry their suffering. We can let that go. Thank you. Fuck yeah. That was a good one, guys. Goose bumps. (laughs) Okay, we have so much. Tickets are on sale for Awaken the Witch Festival. We only have like two or three VIP, uh, super VIPs left. Yeah. And then two. not that two. Okay. And then not that many of normal VIP. There is a still a few of general admission. This is going to sell out. The tickets are limited. Make sure you're getting them. Not waiting till day of. Um sponsorship and commercials stuff like that are going to start rolling out soon so um if you want to go get on it it's you're going to miss your chance and shit out of luck um other than that we have our sacred seance special still going on if you want to get a group of people together um it's fucking spooky season guys i'm getting my schedule finally ironed out enough that we can fit you in now so um, if you want to have a Halloween party, have us over. We'll talk to your dead people. We'll give you some astrology knowledge. It's amazing. Um, make sure you're looking that up under the Sacred Rebels. On my website, it's under Sacred Rebels, um, and that's Sacred Seance. And then we also have our Sacred Soul Coaching that is together, which is our coaching that we offer 
as a combined service together and it is fucking powerful <laughs> what else do you have Thank to say you. plus also our normal individual stuff and everything like that um if you would like to check out all of that the links and everything should be wherever you're listening to this I think the cool part too about sacred soul coaching is it combines the individual stuff you do, you know, so like you're going to yeah. get a deep dive reading from me, you're going to get a deep dive reading from Claire, and then you're going to get us both together. And it's like, that's why it's so powerful because yeah. whew, that's a lot. Um, yeah. The only other thing I will say is that help us grow this podcast. Um, yeah. You know, if you like it and I, we get so many people like telling us, like throughout the week, like, you know, oh, this is coming true. And thank you for saying this. And wow, that, like, holy you know? shit, that was on point. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So like all you people, thank you. Thank you so much for that. But like, share, send to your friends, subscribe, yeah. like do all the things because that's what helps the algorithms push this yeah. out to more people. And um, yeah, I think that's, and apparently that's, that's important. You. So please do that. <laughs> we love you. Have an amazing yay, Venus is direct, and enjoy this week. Bask in the love.